0: You're listening to Marketing News Canada, Canada's number one show featuring the brightest minds in marketing, PR, and digital advertising. Welcome to uh, an episode of Marketing News Canada. I'm thrilled to introduce you to Daryl, who is the managing lead in charge of Digital Main Street. Daryl has extensive experience working with public-private partnerships, developing outcome-based programming focused on technology adoption for small business and community building and planning. To date, over 50,000 businesses have engaged with and received support through Digital Main Street. And through his work, Daryl has led multidisciplinary teams and helped create award-winning local economic development programs. Woo! A passionate small business advocate and youth (laughs) mentor, Daryl is also a seasoned entrepreneur. Daryl, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, Darren. So those that have yet to hear about Digital Main Street, tell me about kind of its impetus and and what it is today. What, What is it up to?
1: Yeah, so at our core, Digital Main Street is, um, you know, if we, if we strip it all back, we're a simple nonprofit organization that wants to help small businesses grow through adopting technology and really kind of bridging that gap from, from bricks to clicks. Um, and, you know, helping them understand the importance of the fact that it's
0: not one or the other, but, um, you know, we live in a world where you have to have kind of that multi-channel approach. That's amazing. And, and how did it start? What, what did it look like, kind of like its origin story? Yeah, um, it's it's actually quite funny, and I'll, I'll I'll send an image of this for you after, just so you have it for
1: reference. Yeah. But um, back in about November twenty fourteen, yeah, um, uh, so, so my boss, our, our leader, John Carew, who's yeah. the executive director of Tabia, but also the founder of DMS, yeah. um, he was out one night with uh, some colleagues from the City of Toronto's Economic Development Department doing you know uh, uh, strategy planning, you know, thinking about what's next, trying to develop programs and you know came up with this concept for you know helping drag businesses into the 21st century and and, you know really helping them understand the importance of digital and and again you know referencing 2014 this was quite a long time ago before it was you know a bit of a fad i'll call it right um and it was that night that he actually drew the concept and the name of digital main street on like a restaurant napkin and so there's just this like this little street and it says digital main street and you know help you know help them become better consumers understand the importance of bricks and clicks Um, And and really, it was just, you know, there was a lot of programming to help businesses, but nothing that was very digitally focused. If you needed help with a business plan, there was a path. If you needed help with your taxes or accounting, there was a path. If you needed legal help, there was a path. Um, So this was kind of just, um, you know, John's way of identifying that this was a
0: very clear gap in the market that needed to be filled. Wow, that is, that is awesome. And, and today, you've been able to work with, with some amazing partners, some of which have been on the show. I know uh, Tristan Lee from Google was the yeah. one who introduced us. So, tell me about being able to work with like Google and Shopify and others. Yeah. So, I, and and you know, what? way to put me on the spot. because hopefully, I can remember this. Um, so, we we have a, an
1: absolutely wonderful group of partners. Yeah. Um, so, so Google, Mastercard, Microsoft, Shopify, uh, Lightspeed, Square, um, uh, Intuit, QuickBooks, yeah. and Facebook Canada. Yeah. Um, so that's that's our core group. Um, and you know we're very, very fortunate because they support the program without them, you know, we wouldn't have had a program six years ago when we launched. yeah um, but continuing on, you know they've they've done everything from you know provide discounts on products to provide access to tools um, uh, to you know, help us launch new programs like our shop here powered by Google program um, and a number of other initiatives that we have coming down the pipeline. but it really, it, it goes so much deeper than that, Darian. You know, it's, it's we're integrated in literally everything we do from a content standpoint to a training standpoint, thought leadership, events, um, which is which is why I emphasize the word partnership. Um, we really do have fully integrated partners, and I, I could not be more thankful for them.
0: That's really cool. So, do you have any uh, examples of someone that maybe took the training or, or received the benefit of it that you are, are pretty excited about or pretty proud of? Yeah.
1: And and again, I'll, I'll share some links. We've yeah. got tons of case studies on yeah. the site. I think, you know, one that stands out just speaking, just because I, I just mentioned the shop here powered by Google program. Um, we had a, a pretty famous tea shop here in Toronto. It was called Plenty. Okay. Um, and they were on Queen Street West, you know, for anyone who knows, very trendy, you know, hip neighborhood. Um, and right at the start of COVID, they unfortunately had to close because, you know, most of their business was, you know, foot traffic going to and from work and everything like that. Um, wonderful business, wonderful brand, wonderful business owners. And they were able to pivot, um, with the help of the shop here powered by Google program in less than two weeks to having a full e-commerce presence and and their business is booming. So we've seen a lot of, a lot of stories like that. Um, we've seen a lot of stories of, you know, uh, people that have been laid off from their jobs and decided to finally follow their dreams and start their business. And we've been, you know, along, you know, for that kind of part of the journey. And that's, that's, you know, in a lot of ways, that's pretty magical too, because you're seeing people really, you know, take that next step, take that chance and, uh, and, and map it all out right which is, is really cool but no
0: we've got literally thousands of, of stories and we share them very very often on our pages it's incredible and what about you what what excites you or gets you kind of revved up about the job you get to play and the role you get to play in the world yeah i think it's just I, i've been a small business
1: guy my whole life by nature um you know relatives that were small business owners you know most most parts of my career have been either small business focused or nonprofit slash charity focused. so it's a very nice mix of kind of all of my interests um and i think you know i've, I've always been someone who's very purpose-driven so, you know, being able to, you know, uh, lead this organization in a way where, you know, we have a very clear mandate. And we've been able to do some really, really cool things, um, you know, soon to be expanding across Canada. And, you know, it's, it's looking back on being the first employee and now kind of seeing that growth that we've had and, and, you know, all the businesses we've supported. And, and you know, really being able to impact change, I think, is something that, you know, is, is definitely the big driver from a motivation standpoint. Um, but also just it's, it's we get to do so many cool things on a day to day basis. Um, and, you know, we get to work with our partners and we get to do cool events and, you know, we get to, you know, work with businesses that are either transitioning or, or growing or optimizing. And it's just it's it's every day there's something new, but it's always um, like I said, it's always tied to that kind of overall purpose, which I think has been very important for me personally. That's
0: awesome. So uh, there's some agencies that are listening and there's some business owners that are listening and wondering, you know, how can I best help whether the, the small businesses that come to me as an agency or the small businesses that I own and run? or i'm a part of or that i do marketing for what would you say is like man this is my best like tip like this is the best thing we've seen as as far as like a hyper drive or man if they did this this has kind of been a common thread where it's really kind of helped the businesses go
1: yeah i think it i mean it's interesting and it's a great question because what you know a big part of our mandate is really um we put put an emphasis on helping businesses become smarter consumers is usually what i say and what i mean by that is you know obviously pre-covid things have changed now but You know, small businesses in Toronto and I'm sure everywhere else, you know, they'd have six, seven, eight, nine, ten different salespeople in their store every day, whether it was, you know, point of sale systems, loyalty programs, etc. And a lot of times they would just get caught up and see, you know, the new shiny toy and, you know, maybe it maybe it doesn't make sense to them. Maybe it doesn't actually fit their needs. Maybe it doesn't actually solve that problem. Um, So a lot of it is, you know, we we want to empower business owners to feel like they, you know, can ask those questions and identify red flags and, and, you know, know what they're looking for. But then to flip that around from you know, an agency or, or anyone that's really supporting small businesses, I think the biggest thing is just transparency and understanding your audience. Um, you know, understanding that you know, it's, it's probably pretty scary for these business owners to be talking about changing digitally. You know, they've been doing things for five, 10, 15, 20 years a certain way. You know, they're finally now exploring it. Um, and, and, and you know, unfortunately, like in any other industry, you know, there are horror stories of you know, contracting a vendor for whatever project X, Y, Z, and, and you know, maybe they don't finish it, maybe they disappear. And I think, you know, a lot of small business owners have kind of, you know, fear paralysis over things like that. So, you know, being as transparent as you can and, you know, understanding where they're coming from in their mindset and just, you know, incorporating that into the way that you deal with them, the way that you talk to them, you know, the questions that they ask, you know, laying out details. I think that will go a long way into just, you know, building that comfort level with them and, and, you know, letting them know they can trust you.
0: That's awesome. And this next year, as far as like trends within small businesses, um, what are you seeing? What do you, what what kind of, what excites you or what are you kind of looking forward to?
1: Um, I, I'm, I'm definitely excited for the rebound. I think, you know, we're starting to see it now, even, even before mandates were lifted. I think, you know, we're starting to see, um, you know, that foot traffic come back to life. I think we're starting to see people, you know, realize how much they miss downtowns and actually shopping in person and stuff like that. I think the one that is the most exciting to me is, and I've said this for a while, but I think. You know, the, the one benefit that we saw over the last few years was we finally have seen a conscious shift in consumer behavior. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um,
1: and, and what I mean by that is, you know, you'd see a lot of corporate entities in the past where they put up a campaign for, you know, one weekend a year and you know, encouraging you and I to shop small and, and you know, support local businesses. But then once Monday comes, campaign is over, you know, yeah. that support is gone, et cetera. But I think we're at a point now where people are understanding, you know, how valuable these small businesses are to our economy, to our downtowns, to everywhere. And and you're seeing people make these conscious decisions to go out of their way to support them. And that is, is something that we've actually seen a shift in. Yeah. And so I think just continuing to see that where, you know, that, that support local mantra is just becoming a, a day-to-day part of our lives yeah. um, is, is going to be very cool. But I also think just continuing to see, <clears throat> um, uh, you know, businesses adapt, like it's, it's, you know, even, even now things are consistently changing, right. You know, looking at, you know, new platforms and, and, you know, new, new, new means of, uh, of commerce, I'll call it. You know, I'm thinking of like the, you know, being able to buy on TikTok and stuff like that and being able to buy directly on, you know, all the social platforms and and like, you know, you've now got, you know, 47 different touch points where you can have a customer buy your product from you It really, you know, there's there's no excuses. So I think it's going to be really exciting to see how businesses kind of come to the table with stuff like this and, and, you know, react to changes. And, you know, but also at the same time, it's going to be very important that they don't take it for granted. It's not, you know, this isn't field of dreams where just because they have a local business, people are going to come and shop. Like you still need to make it easy. You still need to make it convenient. And you still need to create a unique value
0: proposition that makes, you know, you or I or anyone else come to that store and make a purposeful decision, right? It's awesome. And tell me, what what city are you in? Where you? Where are you? Uh, so I'm I'm in Toronto. In Toronto. So favorite small business. What what do you love going to? Give me like a, like a, a sa- lazy Saturday, lazy Sunday. What, what's kind of <laughs> your like go to small businesses that you want to give some shout out, some love to, and, and highlight? Why you go there?
1: Um, th- there's a lot, but I will zero in on one. It's 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 the one I tend to use the most. Um, there's a little clothing boutique in Toronto. It's called The Legends League. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's it's been around as a brand for years, going on well over ten years. Um, physical location for less than that, about five or six years um very very simple clothing boutique but just an absolutely wonderful business owner just everything about you know the way he conducts himself and his business and, and that's the other important thing i think just in this kind of combining answers here yeah um i'm excited to see business owners also continue to to come to that realization that they are the brand yeah that's you know cool. when you interact with a small business owner a lot of the times you're going there because yeah. you know darian is the owner yeah. and you know i have a great time every time yeah. i come in and you say hi with a big smile yeah. on your face um, and so the owner of this store is the exact same thing. You know, always welcome to talk to customers. Um, very, very engaging. Um, you know, sometimes he'll be sitting there in the front, you know, designing his new product. And, you know, you walk in and he's just kind of sitting there doing his thing. But it's just, it's it creates that environment where, you know, it's, it's, it's just a cool place to go to. Yeah. But also like small things. Like, you know, when, when COVID first hit, he literally shut down his business yeah. and he launched a campaign called Change for 100 where, you know, for the better part of a year and a half, he was giving hundred dollar grocery gift cards to uh single single fam- wow. single parent family sorry wow um and was able to do almost two hundred thousand dollars in gift cards for that so just like yeah. it, it's just one of those people that you know you i, I happen to love the clothing and everything yep. like that and you know all those products but like you also just like the kind of person you just want to support yeah. if i can say it that way no that's cool that's
2: really cool
0: Daryl, you feel ready for the rapid fire? I'm just, I'm, oh, bring it on. I'm excited. I uh, There's some things in here I want to know. I want to know. Wanna know. <laughs> so, Daryl, what I want to know, first of all, is what was your first job?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I just hesitated there because I did my, my first job technically, at, I'm, I'm going to say maybe wasn't legal because yeah. I was too young yeah. at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um most I worked people's. at... Uh, yeah i worked for a uh, an italian barber in my neighborhood just um cleaning up the shop yeah. and running errands and i just you know kind of became a bit of a you know a,
0: an admin person i guess you could call it, but just doing a bit of everything that's that all was stuff. back when i was 13. that's great that's great i can just imagine you that's cool um night owl or early bird um
1: per, two parts of this so pre-covid yeah. definitely early bird yeah. um Since COVID, definitely um, Night Owl. I've I've definitely
0: seen my kind of schedules and and just like day-to-day live switch. Um, Cat or dog person? Dog, 100%. What was the first thing that you ever marketed?
1: Um, I mean, it it depends on what we use as the definition. Um, You know, I I used to have a business selling um, like concert and sport tickets. So I guess technically there's marketing there. Um, I would say, you know, in, in my like real kind of professional yeah. career, it was, uh, it was during my time at the Heart and Stroke Foundation when
0: we were doing a lot of marketing for corporate events yeah. and fundraisers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's awesome. Uh, dark or milk chocolate? Uh, I'm not picky either or yeah. all of it. Perfect. Great. <laughs> what is the last charity you supported financially or with your time and why? Uh, so two, so one would be the Make-A-Wish
1: Foundation. Um, just because I have a, a lot of connections there and stuff like that. Um, and then the other would be a, a small youth center called the Blenheim Youth Center, um, just outside of Toronto, where I do a lot of
0: volunteer work there. They do a lot of programming for, uh, for underprivileged youth and stuff like that. It's awesome. Uh, what's a movie you love you can watch over and over and over again? Uh, the Shawshank Redemption, no doubt. Nice. Favorite song or album on repeat right now? Right now. Ooh. Um, probably Dawn FM The Weeknd. Yeah nice um and if you weren't doing this job you know in a, in a multiverse world what would you be doing in an alternative life um probably a lawyer yeah would say. nice that's awesome uh what's an app on your phone you just can't live without um bleacher report so it's a uh,
1: like a like a sports aggregator or the athletic one of the two nice but something that just gets me my daily sports
0: things yeah uh what's your favorite children's book curious george nice uh best thing you bought for under ten dollars cool um i don't actually know like what it's called yeah. but it's um
1: it's it's a bowl yeah And it it 100% was under $10. It's a bowl for making salads, but it's, it's all like, it's a plastic bowl and it's got all slits in it. So like you just put everything in and then you just flip it over and then you just like all at once. Oh,
0: that's genius.
1: It's called like the 60 second salad maker or whatever. I got it on Kickstarter. It was like $9, but that's definitely one of my favorite, uh, favorite items.
0: That's awesome. (laughs) And then the tomatoes don't get other things wet when you take it to work. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Um, what's the most important thing you ever changed your mind about? This is a tough one.
1: Um, I think, you know, professionally speaking, it's, it's really not to judge someone just by what's said on paper, thinking about like hiring processes and looking at resumes and stuff like that. And, and, you know, understanding that, you know, some of the most talented people I've ever hired, you know, including myself, I tell a lot of people all the time, like on paper, I should not be doing what I'm doing. I have a, I have a kinesiology degree. It's awesome. Um, And, and so really just kind of getting out of that, like stigma of like, you know, the pathway and the only pathway is university, followed by an MBA, followed by this, followed by that, and just you know, really looking at kind of those core competencies and everything else. Um, and it's
0: it's still an ongoing process, but definitely I would say, um, especially given my position, it's awesome. Um, business or marketing books that you recommend? Um, so I, I don't know really it would cons- be considered either,
1: but it kind of could loosely. Um, big big fan of the the Phil Knight Shoe Dog book. Yeah. I'm so um, just cool. talking about the Nike, uh, the Nike origin story. Yeah. Um, I thought Scott Galloway's Algebra of Happiness was very well done. Yeah. Um, and then just from a motivation perspective, um, I'm, I'm currently working my way through Will Smith's memoirs. Yeah. Are you doing um, audio or audiobook. reading it? Audio. Yeah. Nice. Um, which is fantastic cause
0: he narrates it. Yeah. So it's like he's, you're just having a conversation with him. That is really <laughs> cool. What, what, um, app do you use for listening to audio books? Uh, Audible. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um, what's a podcast that you recommend? Ooh. Um
1: you know, I mean I like the standard ones, the national, you know, the news ones, stuff like that. Yeah. Um you know, I, I you know, for my own personal taste, you know, the the, the sports kind of entertainment yeah. ones, spit and chicklets, yeah. yeah. um, Joe Rogan yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, you know, the brilliant idiots. Yeah. Um big Andrew Schultz fan. Yeah. So just kind of anything in that is more of on my personal yeah.
0: taste. But I, I listen to a lot of things. I listen to a lot of true crime ones like everyone else yeah. too. Just Mixed mix bag of everything. Yeah. So have you? Um, are you one of the people that have bought Pink Whitney at the liquor store? Or you, I have not. Okay. I can, I can, I can you know, scout's on her. I have not purchased a bottle of Pink Whitney. <laughs> that's great. Uh, what's a newsletter or website that you'd recommend for resources or inspiration?
1: Um, well, I feel like i got to shamelessly say the Digital Main Street newsletter, but I'm kidding. No, it's great. Um, it's a great one.
0: It's a good
1: question. I'll come back to that one.
0: Because nice. there, there's a ton. I just, I want to make sure I don't leave anyone out yeah. and forget anyone. Um, any life hacks that you'd be willing to share?
1: I mean, I've got lots. I just got to figure out which one. Yeah. Um, get, definitely get a bowl of slits in it if you want to make salads very easily. Yes. And you don't want to have it have it be super time consuming. Hmm. Um, no, I'm, I'm a big fan of trying to, to combine things. Yeah. So, you know, the, the way I got into audiobooks yeah. was, you know, I, I got into a bit of a pattern where it was like, okay, I can either go and work out or go for a run or something, yeah. or I can read. Yes. So I kind of, you know, this allowed me to kind of do both. And, you know, I can listen to an audiobook while I go for a run or if I, you know, if I'm working out or whatever. Um, so I'm, I've become a big fan of like trying to combine things and find ways to just find economies of scale in my everyday life. That's awesome. Um, and I I know it's not a life hack, but it is something that nope. I'm a big, big believer it's, in now is, um, is is, is meditation. Oh,
0: no, that's cool. That's um, great. It's totally I think, a life I think hack. It, yeah. I think it helps with everything. Yeah. So. Um, would recommend that for everybody. That's awesome. I learned, I, I got the app Loom last year, and or Noom, okay. sorry, Noom. And, and it gave me the idea of combining something I love doing, which was listening to good music, and running, which I wasn't that excited about. And I started listening to good music when I ran, and it kind of combined those two things, so it got me motivated to run. So Absolutely. Yeah, Have you found a great app that you meditate with or a, a resource that you use? Uh, I use the, the, I think it's called Muse. Okay, nice. I, used, I have their headband and the app and everything, yeah. Very cool. Uh, and just going back to your favorite word right now. Oh. <laughs> um, I would say vibe. Yeah. Okay. Nice. I like I've it. Just, I've just, I've been all,
1: I've been, I've been big into like, you know, just the positive yeah. energy and, you know, good headspace yeah. and everything the last, you know, six yeah. to eight
0: weeks. So it's, a, I've been focused on just trying to create a positive vibe at all times. That's awesome. That's really cool. Um, I like that. And if you can choose to keep it good and yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, newsletter website that you recommend for resources inspiration any other ones which digital Main Street is a great one i subscribe personally so i can attest to that um i'm literally i'm just i'm looking at my inbox right now because i get so many
1: i think it would depend on um you know the day and everything like that but just because there was a really good one this morning i'm a big fan of the the dtc newsletter okay um i get that daily um uh, so it's it's a good read. It's just a kind of a good way to start the day. Um, honestly, like I think it, it really depends on the industry that yeah. you're in. No, for sure. Um, I would just recommend making sure that you have something that's tied to your industry coming into your inbox every yes. day. You know, if it's retail, get the retail insider newsletter. If it's you know product marketing, make sure you have something that's tied to that. If it's you know sales, then get the sales tips and tricks in your inbox. Yeah. Just it's it's having something that's um, you know remotely tied to what you're doing yeah. just as a bit of a motivation at the start of the morning. I find has
0: been a big boost. Wow. Um, that's great just being able to you know have a, a pulse on what's going on in the industry right? that's awesome man um any closing remarks thoughts that you want to share with listeners it, no i would just I, I want to thank you for having me on
1: i know you know we've, we've talked about it for a while so i appreciate it as always um and i would just yeah it's you know some exciting things coming down the pipeline for small businesses um i'm not 100 sure exactly when this is going to air but about, um, by that time weeks, I
0: would, in three weeks we'll okay. be live
1: so by that time yeah we will uh we'll definitely be across canada yes um, Very exciting. Um, so so that's we'll be exciting. working. Yeah. Yeah. So a bit of an exclusive there. Yeah. Um, we will be across Canada working in, in most provinces. Um, so going to be some really exciting opportunities for small businesses to receive support, some grant funding, um, all of the above. And uh, yeah, just we're going to continue to do some cool stuff. If, if anyone wants to reach out, info at Um, um I, I monitor that inbox personally. It's not okay. just a generic one. I just, I know, I know sometimes people will just give out yeah. the, the generic standard yeah. email. Um and i'd be happy to chat with anyone but no i just um yeah i mean for anyone listening you know if you want to connect about digital main street or you just want to connect about anything um as darian kind of you know hinted at the start you know that's how him and i met um you know just had a friendly conversation and it's kind of blossomed from there and you know now we've got a number of things in the works but um yeah I'm, i'm always open to chats and conversations would welcome anyone uh, reaching out. Thanks, Daryl.
0: We'll make sure we put that info in the show notes as well. But Daryl, yeah. thank you for all you've been doing as part of the Digital Main Street team for small businesses, behind the scenes, uh, you know, that we've heard about as well. There's probably countless of hours and work that no one has seen. But I think uh, for organizations that are really the heartbeat of Canada. You know, we have so many small businesses that make up the DNA of our nation and appreciate all that you're doing for those, again, bricks and mortars, those small businesses, those micro businesses that are our parents and our aunts and our uncles and our you know, grandparents and our neighbors that are really the, the heartbeat of our economy. And and sorry, Darren, um, I'd be remiss if I just didn't, you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate to work
1: with, you know, what I consider to be one of the best teams in the country. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to name them all, yeah. but just, you know, just want to give a shout out to the entire DMS team. Mm-hmm. Um, top to bottom. Uh, couldn't have done this without any of them. And it's, it really is a, a labor of love amongst our entire team. So it's, it's definitely, um, any, any recognition the organization gets is, is a reflection on the entire team. So I just want to give them a bit of a shout out. That's awesome. Well,
0: thank you for joining us this week on Marketing News Canada. Thank you for having me and looking forward to, uh, to seeing what comes next. Nice. Thanks everyone for joining us this week and we'll see you next time on the show. Thanks for listening to Marketing News Canada. For more episodes and other great stories from Canadian marketers, visit marketingnewscanada.com. All episodes are recorded in the Jelly Marketing Studio thanks to our producer, Chris Penner, and editors Travis Jeffers and the Podfather.
3: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies.